Go on then, you introduce it, you old fuck. Uh, hello, welcome to What's Aff. This week, I'm Gareth Oak. I am joined by... Richard Willett. Um, you look, with because of the green light, like you're... I don't know. I'm trying to work out whether you look like you're in a sort of European disco. <laughs> or that I'm incredibly ill. That's because I've got the green screen blocking the sun out there, so it's cast a green glow over my um, already pale, um, flaky skin. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. You know, that was... Um, do you, you ever watch Father Ted? I do. Did. Right. Do. Still. Yeah. Father Ted's amazing. Yeah. Well, when um when Father Ted, uh, or the guy that played Father Ted, he died, didn't he? He did, yeah. But they finished filming the final episode, and they all had some drinks, and he said he didn't feel that great. Um, but I watched a documentary on it, and the guy that plays Dougal, who's obviously like his, his right-hand man, mm. he said his father um, was a medical professional of some description who said there's something wrong with him because of his... Colour of his skin was going over to slightly green, and obviously he dropped dead didn't he that night. Oh dear! So I'm glad it's a green screen. It is a green screen, yeah. But I mean, if it was green or jaundice, you wouldn't know because we'd just blame it on that, and then it'll be put down as COVID. Hundred percent. Mm. Yeah, I think the Hulk had COVID. Have you seen the She-Hulk series? Awful. Um, I- I've not watched it, but I did see it's a female Hulk who's a lawyer. Is that right? Is that I don't, the idea? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. I mean, it's as good as any other fucking idea these these people come up with, isn't it? It is. I suppose they haven't got, like, a massive dildo strapped to her. Like, that would be series two, I suppose. I went um, for Gemma's birthday to Sheffield, and we went to play Glory Hole Golf, right, because what she wanted to do. So we Explain re- what that is, because that sounds it, like you stayed at home and just had a weekend to yourself. Is golf, but with loads of fannies that you have to smack balls into, and um, and there's like dildos hanging off the wall and shit. It's dead weird, <laughs> but it's funny. Like so, imagine we, the bank load. How did yeah. they get that business up and running? They're everywhere though. There's one in Derby called House of Holes. I've got an idea for a business. I need about twenty grand. Bear with me. Golf, beer, vagina. What do you reckon? Fucking take all my money. Take mate. it. HSBC. The Chinese love that. It was actually a really good crack though. So we, I went. <laughs> No, I, didn't actually, I didn't actually do that on purpose. Um, so in the day, we went to Rother Valley Park. And we like it's a country park, and there's like water skiing and all that sort of stuff. So we did this whole kind of. Do you remember like Total Wipeout, mm. where you're clambering up and falling off stuff? Great fun. Did that, and then went out for a meal. Um, and I put a picture up, and someone went, "She's 30, and she's with him when he's 47." I was thinking, "Fuck off! I'm 40." <laughs> Does it matter what age you are? You're 41, well, yeah. but are you 40? 41. I'm 40. But oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone's always got a comment, haven't they? So one of them was yeah. like, oh, uh, I see uh, there's a phone on the table. That's romantic. It's like, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't want it frying my bollocks. So I always take, I mean, I've got my phone out now. I, I was going to bang it, it at the um, the guy bringing Wayne at, Wayne? Wine at me, but um, I just yeah. thought, no. Yeah, everyone's got a comment on something. I got a good one last week as well about... Because we talk about this stuff, so this is it winds people up because I think it scares them initially. So then he said, something, 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 idiot, something, you look like a hamster. <laughs> it's just like, I'm all right with that. Richard Gere, put, Richard Gere loves them. Yeah. So, I mean, hamster. if you're going to shove me up Richard Gere's ass, I'm I'm okay with that. But you get some funny comments, yeah. I didn't people, see people have always, always want to have a go, though. So, like, one person then piped up. I don't even know this because I don't read the comments. My wife told me. She said someone then piped up saying, oh, you're... um." You're at such and such a restaurant. It's uh, it's uh, card only, cashless. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Oh, but okay. 
Um, and then so someone commented on that going, oh, yeah, but they don't practice what they preach, the Ikes, anyway. They just want to grip for money. It's like, fucking hell, mate. It's not a cashless place. It wasn't cashless at all. I paid cash for drinks. Um, and and then another one, like I took a picture of, like, it was about half 11 or something, right? And I'd done, done this big total wipeout thing, which was a hell of a workout, to be honest. And then, so I had a pizza and a beer. And I yeah. thought, fucking breakfast of champions, boom. Someone's looked at that. Pizza looks great. Beer's great. Fresh, cold. You can see, you know, like little bubbles on the side there. Delightful. They've noticed a QR code thing on the table further along. So that's the first comment. Did you use the QR code? Did I... <laughs> no, I didn't. I went up and ordered it. I stole like... it. I never even paid. Yeah. But it's like trying to find that thing, isn't it? Mm. Almost like following yeah. the subplot in a way. Mine's like... always a spelling mistake, like a grammar mistake more than a spelling mistake. So you've missed a comment out there, a comma out there, or spelt Q wrong. Um, it's like you're not really getting the message. What I'm saying, you've missed. I've missed a comma out. Um, it's social media. It's not a it's fucking not, dissertation. It's not important. And my, I'm writing this whilst having a shit. My only issues I have are the you're and you are. That does matter. I do that I just can't. to annoy you. I can't. I struggle with that one. That's one that gets. I just. Me. I but do it just to annoy you. But that's but that's got that's got me for years. That has even like when I was at school, when people would like, you know, write messages, and and you'd be like, "This is it's you are." What do you mean? You know, and <laughs> it's never bothered me in Norfolk. We're just happy to get our trousers on the right way around. But in, but obviously because of what we do and where we are, you know, you're a dick, but spelled Y O U R is a frequent in my in my. Um, mentions yeah and i'm like oh, are you gonna call me a dick like that's fine i'll be called a dick like i can be a dick everyone can be a dick that's fine but can you just at least do that right i literally am a dick i oh, never yeah. understood that before either why dick short for richard but that's a really good i never got that either never got it still can't find it i mean that is a conspiracy if ever there was one maybe that's what it is maybe yeah. there is yeah imagine your name is richard head oh mate there'll be one law of averages yeah Richard Split. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, then, let's get WhatsApp in. Right, um, okay. It's not, I don't know if it's necessarily a WhatsApp, but Nord Stream, that's like yeah. a big fucking huge escalation, isn't it? And, but I saw like the bobbleheads of social, of, of social media, blue ticks, and of mainstream media instantly blaming Russia because they definitely blow up their only bit of fucking leverage they, they've got to use against Europe in the energy battles. They definitely yeah. do that. That makes total sense. And, you know, Zelensky and his crew jumped immediately to blame Russia. And my immediate thought, and I said this to Gemma, my immediate thought was it was predictable in the sense of someone who's farted in assembly instantly blames someone else. <laughs> yeah, you hear it. That person stands up and goes, it's John. It was John. John farted. Look, you can smell it from over there. Oh, John. 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 Oh. And all you're doing is just wafting... And they always, they always pick the one that everybody hates anyway, like the one in the class that always gets bullied. Oh, it's John. And everyone goes, yeah, thank God he didn't say me, basically. Do you know what's mad is I only ever did that once because I was normally pretty, that was me, boys, fuck me. That was a good one. Um, <laughs> but it was actually a lad called Jonathan, so it was close enough to John, who was sat next to me. And he was a really nice lad, actually, but very shy and timid. So, I wonder you know, why. People get blaming him for farting, bully, but he doesn't. Bully fodder. But... <laughs> We were sat around, um, and so you had the, the whole year was in. I think I think it was like probably the last day of school before breakup. So you know you just watch a film or something. You'd end up just like sat around. And they bring they bring yeah. the telly and it was on 
our fucking legs. Do you That's remember? it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing that the same things happened to you. That happened to me, and I'm hundreds of miles away and never met you. But exactly the same things were happening, probably at the same time. National curriculum. <laughs> um, yeah, good point. I, I was sat, and I, I can't sit cross-legged because I had hip surgery, and so I, I've always struggled with that. So I would generally be put on if there was if there was an opportunity for a chair, I'll be on the chair like the disabled lad. Or the and king. So, <laughs> it depends which way you look at it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just sort of sat there, but what that means is I'm higher than others, and so that means when I fart, I'm, I'm I can't fucking disappear, can I? It was my shoe. It was my shoe. That was another one. I can't I can't disappear. So I remember farting, right? But but I was trying to hold it in, and it was one of those, you know, ones that go on for a bit and then whatever, right? And yeah. so as it started to come out, the whole class is focused on the telly it's just gone boom, as as one and i had to think on my feet and i just remember and i feel guilty for it now even though this was over 20 years ago sorry over 30 years ago i went and i looked directly at jonathan right and he's he was got, sitting on the floor and he's no no he was sat as well on chairs because some of us around the edge and i just looked at him like oh me <laughs> and obviously because it's come from this direction the, the whole two years they thought it was uh, uh, it was him and they all glanced over at him and I, I feel bad for it now but there you go I'm, I'm owning up to that yeah no it's taking you a long it's taken you a long time to be fair to come forward 30 plus years but I'm glad you did on this show his surname was early as well um, and I'm do you know what I mean better late than never I suppose <laughs> It was funny. Um, what's funny? Poor what's old funny? Johnny Early. It what's... sounds like a like a rhyme, a kids like nursery rhyme. Poor what's old funny? Johnny Early. Is it's... these things that aren't even made up? Just, just life is just weirder than fiction anyway, isn't it? It's but mental. Actually, it is like something out of a nursery rhyme. And then Snoopy walked in. Yeah, and shit everywhere, and then you blamed yeah. it on Jay. Just uh, yeah. well, when you were saying about the Nord thing, then I've got a clip which I'll play here um, in a second, and um, it's Biden saying in February that if Russia Invades, invades Ukraine that um, sorry goes into to Germany he they will take out the Nord Stream pipe he was saying it in February if Russia invades uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2 we, we will bring an end to it so did you see that clip yeah, I saw that clip, and 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 not only that, but to extend onto that, um, Newland said it. She reiterated it as well, um, back back at a similar time. But then the he's a, a a Polish MEP, so a member of the European Parliament. But he's also something like the envoy to the United States for um, the European Commission. It just envoy just sounds like a job title that someone's made up, yeah, so like that you can get some money. Wardrobe um, mover for the Queen. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah, something of the stool or whatever the hell that thing's called. But um, but yeah, he tweeted immediately afterwards saying thank you USA, like <laughs> just thanking them, thanking them for bombing. And, oh. and you're like, so hang on, so what you've got is you've got a foreign party has come in and completely sabotaged Europe's infrastructure, which is going to make God knows what happens this mm. winter now, and you're thanking them for it. And I saw then the Russians quote tweeted it. Because that's how life's done now, isn't it? Imagine Winston Churchill. Yeah, I'm just fucking tweet Hitler, you bastard. Right, it's just weird, isn't it? Damn him. But, He's yeah, well angry. You know, lol. <laughs> just, that's what it would be. Just bombed Dresden, lol. 
But but yeah, he um he tweets it, and then the Russians then quote tweet that with oh okay, so this is an admission of guilt then blah blah. To which then he replies yeah, and it's like oh okay, so this is where we're so we're going to go to war as a result of this then. Brilliant of well tweeting done. back and forth. And people, but the sad thing is, is the people that with their Ukraine flags and masks and syringes in bios, yeah. like fucking beta, fucking blue beta. Um, <laughs> They, uh, nice. they're, they're celebrating it. And I'm thinking, but four or five years ago, you were going mental about the fact that Trump was tweeting shit. And, and I... he wasn't trying to go to war with anyone. No, no he wasn't. Beta files. Let's call them beta files. I just think you, it's mad. It's mad that it's all done on social media. It's a kid's app. And when I look at it, I'm like, kids use this for a laugh to post pictures of them like farting and blaming it on their other mate at school. And it's the same app that presidents are using to wind each other up or pretend to wind each other up. It's yeah. just mad. It's extraordinary. Um, um, the fact that the mainstream media jumped to blame Russia when it's it's literally... It's the last thing you do. Yeah. You're going to set yourself on fire. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's ridiculous, really. All right, okay, yeah. You're going you're gonna to jump off the, off the hat. You're going to jump off the roof. You're also, gonna... oh. the other thing is all of that gas is spewing out into the ocean and they're all celebrating it. Yeah, climate change. Oh, yeah. Is that climate change? Yeah, I'm oh, sorry, you're gone now, are you? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry, it's gone now. Climate change gone you can't now. have an o hole in the ozone layer if you get rid of the whole ozone layer. That's a great shout. That's a good line. That's it, exactly. Yeah. Don't, if your legs are aching, fuck it, cut them off. It's not hurting anymore. You Probably can't have so. a hole in it if you don't have it to begin with. I saw a guy use that logic once. He's a dick. Right, I was at a bar in um, Boscombe, which is an area just outside Bournemouth, and it was a bit ropey back then. I don't know what it's like now. I'm probably gentrified, but it was a bit ropey back then. And we used to gig at this venue, and so we turn up, we get a few beers down us, go and have a nap in the van, and then sound check play. <laughs> go and have a nap. Go and have a nap. We used to, back then, mate. We used to get drunk twice a day. Oh, yeah, I remember so you telling me. And then go again. It's just bizarre. I don't yeah. know how I'm still alive. But anyway, I was sat next to. Uh, these lads, uh, older fellas, having their beers, tankards, you know, names on the tankards behind the bar and stuff. Yeah. And I saw the guy, the owner, a guy called Simon, he was a nice guy, he was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, what? And this lad's coming in, and he's in a wheelchair. I'm like, it's all right, isn't it? <laughs> like, it's all right, isn't it? You got a ramp? And he's like, he's like, no, it's fucking, he's, he basically has had both his legs cut off because of cider as a, as a result he'd got. I don't know if you get gout as a result of cider or whatever, whatever it was that it might have been if he was, yeah. I suppose if he if he was diabetic, that might have done that. Might, I think that's exactly what it was. Yeah, but it was as a result of this excessive drinking cider, blah blah. So anyway, so he comes, his mate helps him up, props him up on a bar stool, right? So he sat there like Lieutenant Dan, and um, and I was there. Or like, Humpty Dumpty. All that, yeah. I was like little, little trousers up over that, and it was like, oh, this is fucking awkward. And so the guy, he's like, mate, I can't serve you. I can't, I'm sorry, I can't bring myself to, to morally to serve you, you know, because of obviously the situation that you find yourself in. And the guy's like, what do you mean? He's like, you've literally lost your legs as a result of this, mate. Like, I can't. And he's like, I can't lose them again, then can I? And I remember the guys went, fair point. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. just pause him a pint of yeah. cider. Fair point. Yeah. That logic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there are, he has got, he's got two other limbs. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, you lose them as well, That's and then fine, you could just it. get a straw. We've got, we've got a straw behind the bar. That's <laughs> sure. right. And you can, find, plastic, you can find these stories in this book here. Oh, you really here. can? Yeah, all of them in this book here. It's actually a good book, guys. I'm just saying that. It's a good book. Thanks, mate. Um, that. Yeah, that was worth doing. Um, where oh, are we? <laughs> I didn't know you were going to do that. But yeah, go on then. So uh, my next one, I'll, 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 what I'll do then, I'll do a trailer and then you do yours. So mine just says massive massive prosthetic tits. Right, you'll go. All right. Um, Keir Starmer. No. Seamless. Seamless, yeah. No, you do this one because I haven't got one about that. Other than it might be trolling. Other than that's well, what that's I Well, that's the thing, isn't it? So obviously the, the situation is you've got a, let's have it right, he's a fella. Um, who is a male teacher? He teaches shop, which is a very male thing, apparently. Basic shop wood is wood, wood, <laughs> woodwork. Yeah, wood and I, when you say, like, when you're a kid, and people keep just say, "Well, how's your how's your lessons going? How's your woodwork?" And I'll say, "My woodwork don't my woodwork work at all." That didn't no. come out well. No, there's a little blue pill you can get to make your woodwork. But um, but yeah, so he then she now obviously it's 2022. Um, Turns up with hot pants, which people sort of skirted over. They didn't really notice the hot pants. Skirted they, over? Mate, I've got some today. I've yeah. really got some. All, all totally accidental. But his boobs are like, they are just massive. Like They're just fake boobs that, you know, you see some lads in a carnival dressing as women. Like That's what they look like. But he's teaching kids. And so some of these kids have obviously taken a video of him like, Jesus, this is my teacher. Um, which kind of went everywhere. Then the high school um, defended him that that was all right. You know, he's a woman. Is that, is that what a woman looks like? Is that because if that's what your idea of a woman, that I, that's like sort of weird. Yeah, let but, me come around your gaff and see your wife. Yeah, but now it 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 is being suggested, but I've seen no evidence for it. But apart from some people's word, that actually he is just trolling, and actually he was a male teacher that spoke out against wokeism, got a load of stick, was always being warned for talking to kids about free speech X Y and Z. So has just done this as a massive troll, which I so want to be true. That makes more sense because it's so overt. But then again, it's, we're in this place where we just don't know anymore. You don't know, dear. Do that's the thing, isn't it? Like that's what's so difficult now. Even during the Rona stuff, you know, with with some of the, um, you know, I'm trying to think of his name. Was it Cuomo who was giving it the whole? Um, was it Cuomo? Was like get the chips and the burger. Is that Cuomo? Was it? I saw that recently. Yeah, yeah get, and, and all that kind of stuff. Like get vaccinated and you get some chips and, and a burger, and you just think. Is he on the wind-up? He's got like, Is, this, is yeah. this real? Um, They're all coked they, off her tits. It's hard to know what's parody and what's not now. Like, I, I look at stuff and I think, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it is or not. Is that real? Because it could be real. Yeah. You don't know the intent. And that's like the Tower of Babylon. That's the, the Babel, even. Tower of Babel was the whole point, is that we couldn't communicate. That was in language. But now we can't communicate through irony and comedy because we don't know if people are actually genuinely thinking that or joking and it's it's destroying that that unspoken language oh satire is fucked yeah it's gone because what can you say about a politician that is any messed up or weirder than what they're actually doing mad you just saw uh, some guy on some one of the uh, labor mps singing i'm robbie williams angels and he was changed the words to i'm loving starmer instead and you think, are you joking? Are you, are you pissing around? 
I don't know if you're actually being real or not. Um, yeah, just, Wes Streeting does Robbie those. Williams. I'm loving Starmer instead. Embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. But embarrassing. Is he... Yeah. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if he's got teenage kids. Yeah. Oh fucking hell, Dad. Oh, Dad's on the fucking thing again. He's going to sing about Starmer, isn't he? He always does. Uh, he's just done a speech. That's that's so ridiculous as well about this whole. What made me laugh about that is that we're going to have our own in GB Energy. GB Energy will be like, um, is it EDF French? The EDF Energy. So the EDF Energy, they're going. To, it's, it's owned by the government, so it'll be owned by us. Well, the French government are in debt to the private bankers to the tune of three thousand two hundred nineteen billion. So who really owns EDF Energy? The debtors. Well, yeah, and also how we're not going to be borrowing money. All right, who's paying for the whole infrastructure to be set up and built? They, they borrow, yeah, well, Taxing. this is the thing. Ta- so us. I looked into who the so who French most who they get the money off um, the most. So who are their creditors? Best creditors: the UK and the US government. So we give them money, and who do we borrow it off? That we sell bonds to the bankers. So who owns EDF Energy? The bankers. They own everything. They own everything. It's Vanguard and BlackRock and all these guys that European bloodlines that own that stuff. You follow all the money back. It goes back to these same families in these same same situations. Um, these same. I mean, Keir Starmer is a trilateral commission roundtable. Exactly. He's, he's a he's, Zionist. He's, and they're, they're you know they you can see that the media is warming towards him now. So they're going to push him, aren't they? And five million people in Britain pay their bills to an energy company owned by France. So we will set up Great British Energy within the first year of a Labour government. A new company. A new company. Um, because this winter is going to be fucking brutal. Um, it's going to be blamed all on the Tories. I told you that would happen, no. didn't I? In the last yeah. podcast, didn't I exactly say, I said that Liz Truss just put in there to, to take the blame for this fallout. She's cushioning but, that. And then when she gets chucked out, you'll have this new one in. And then you'll accept that as something better. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? She, but she's playing the character. She knows what she's doing. Of course she does. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, like the pound being shorted completely by hedge funds um, to the point where it's just, you know, at the lowest it's ever been against the dollar and all that sort of stuff, which affects the, the general public massively because stuff's can, just worth fucking less. Can you explain what that means? I mean, I, I get, I understand what that means just about. I've only really recently understood what that means. But what does that actually mean? So, in, to be honest, in, in a real layman's term, if, if, if you've got a, 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 a currency um, that, that, you know, is, is trading at a certain level, you can, they're volatile as hell, but you can also, um, you know, if you can instigate a mass sell-off you know a mass sell of that of that currency so basically you pull out of it then what tends to happen is when the big big hedge funds do that then the normies joe blogs do the same because you look at what that well fuck what do they know that i don't shit right. so you pull out it's like northern rock all over again everyone yeah. went and t- took their money out and just destroyed them so then what happens is the pound drops and drops and drops and then all these hedge funders they'll just fucking buy it all back at a lower rate but isn't that but, what happened in with wellington in World War One, yes, yes, the same it was, thing. It, they, was the, it was the Napoleonic Wars. Yes, like so they said Wellington, um, Napoleon won, yeah. and the Rothschilds went and bought up a load of stock, and then it turns out Wellington won. And it was yeah. Churchill to do with that as well. Yeah, so they, they, um, no, no, it was well before Churchill's time, but the, well, but, but, but what they did, yeah, a messenger came that said that, that Napoleon had, had defeated the the British. So obviously the the British currency fucking plummeted. 
they all bought it up at a lower lower end, and then um, and then obviously then word came back that actually oh no, oh, no oh, the British actually won. Oh, and it skyrocketed, oh. and then the Rothschild. That's how Rothschild tripled, quadrupled their fortunes. Well, they um, openly admit now. I mean, it was in Fortune magazine, yeah. like it was in Fortune magazine yesterday. How Soros made all his money basically initially from shorting the pound. Um, that in the 70s. Joe Bloggs. Um, I thought it was actually slightly later than that. I thought it was it? the 80s. But either way. Um, and the, basically, these hedge fund managers have done exactly the same thing now. Mm-hmm. So what you've, you've brought it to such a point where the banks won't loan um, money. They're not offering new mortgage deals and stuff like that. The Bank of England said, we'll put interest rates up again if we have to, as if they haven't been going up enough as it is, which obviously just destroys everyone even more. Um, but what then Fortune magazine made the point was that Obviously, they're they're doing it as a reaction to um, this mini budget that's been announced or whatever. Liz Truss hosted a dinner for hedge fund managers the night before. Mm. The night before, they all started pulling the money out. Yeah. It's the same thing. What were they chatting about? Yeah. Fucking football. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm hoping people start to get to, to grips with this and start to understand that how this actually works. And it all comes back to the banking families again that print money out of nothing. When you trace it all back, it comes out, it's all a phantom. This is all a farce. It's all farcical. There is not enough money in the pot. So wherever, however they slice the pie, they're going to borrow fake money. They're going to cause a problem, not be able to get out of it, borrow money out of thin air from banking families that have somehow, and that's what I don't understand, have got the right to print money out of thin air. Yeah, if they, if they basically what they're trying to get us to believe is the loaves and the fishes, right. that that's, that that's physically possible. Right. Okay. Yeah, I get that. So, yeah. So no, everyone's fucking hungry. Everyone's fucking hungry. No matter how if if your family's hungry. Yeah, if your family's not hungry, there's another family that will be hungry, and yeah. that's the point. There's never enough in the basket for for us lot, and they're just making it up. Yeah, the the, the you know the, the the idea that you put a pound in the bank now. That they can loan me ten yeah. and charge me interest on that ten when nine of it doesn't exist. Yeah, it's it's utterly ridiculous, and of course it's going to collapse. There's, it doesn't actually exist. It's phantom. Um, so that's where yeah, that's where we are with that. I mean, it's just. Well, I'll play that clip in there as well. But um, another one, uh, Biden. Did you see Elton John back in the news? Um, I, I saw Elton John being blamed for AIDS. The, oh, so funny! The, I was like, did you see El- Elton's face as well? We'll play the clip now. By the way, it's all his fault that we're spending six billion dollars in taxpayer money this month to help AIDS fight HIV/AIDS. So then you've just seen the clip there. Um, did you see his face? His little hands. He's got them little, like you know, them little like sausage fingers. How's he a pianist with the hands like that? I don't know. You at least play the flute. Oh, he does play the flute. Um, he, he could at least play the uh, oboe. Plays that too. He could at least play the violin. Yeah, that'd be right. Um, I don't know. The accordion. The accordion. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find a story which he's, is. He's got the tiniest little similar. fingers. I don't know, but most of his. He means a good pianist. To be fair, very very good. Um, but yeah, he uh, he's got the smallest little fingers. And when Joe Biden says that we, I think it was we're giving. How much was it? Six million? Six yeah. billion, wasn't it? Six was billion. It yeah. Biden, with his arms around Elton John, says, it's all his fault we are spending six billion in taxpayer dollars on HIV and AIDS this month. 
<laughs> and his little face is like, oh dear, oh dear. He's been busy, hasn't he? Let me find this story, right? Because this really made me laugh. I would guarantee that it's probably Fauci's fault that they're spending six million um, billion even on HIV and AIDS this month, considering he had a lot to do with it in the first place. Right, so my comment, this is obviously totally unrelated, but it's funny in the sense that Biden obviously said, you know, it, it, it's Elton's fault we're, uh, we're spending six billion on AIDS. And obviously what, what he means by that is the fact that I guess, you know, Elton John's probably been campaigning for them to do that, right? But just the way he words it. He words it. <laughs> Elton's been spreading it fucking everywhere. It just right? his little hands, he goes, oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, I want to go home. But this was my comment on the top of the story. I went, probably could have worded the headline slightly better, to be fair. Right? Yeah. So th this is the headline, right? This is Lewis Capaldi. I think he's a Scottish singer, right? This is the headline. Lewis Capaldi had such severe panic attacks, he had to sleep with his mum. <laughs> I saw that one. Right? Now, I'm that, assuming, I mean, I've I, had panic attacks, and that definitely got rid of mine. But it's also yeah. caused mine as well, I must say. I'm hoping that, you know, they mean he kind of had to share the same bed he didn't want to sleep on his own. But just the wording, I was leaving it going, I'd have worded it slightly differently. Maybe he meant, but we're at this, in this part of the, the universe, at this stage of um, evolution, that that actually might have been true. Oh, mate. I come don't here, know. Come here. This will get rid of your panic attacks because you'll have far more worrying shit to worry about. Than what you're worrying yeah. about now. You you will wish you had the problems you used to have. Here's my tits. Be like that. Oh, now has not only a panic attacks. I actually want to kill myself. Okay, now. Yeah. Talking of um of uh, Biden though and um chatting bollocks. <laughs> he's um he 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 wants everyone vaccinated, doesn't he? And but, but the Daily Express front headline today is twindemic. Go get yourself jabbed. It's mm -hmm. like you learn nothing. Yep. Um, but Biden um, said, you know, it's hurric this hurricane season is on the way and the best way to protect yourself against that is to go and get vaccinated. We've got the clip, so I'll play against that Against the fucking wind. <laughs> Just play the clip. Let me be clear. If you're in a state where hurricanes often strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane or a natural disaster hits. So, guys, you've seen the clip there. Yeah? What? How have you put those two things together in, in, in any rational way? Like, you know, hurricane season's coming. I think, it, you know, it might be time to sort of sort out some new drainage, guttering, shutters, you know. Dig a hole. Like, things like that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Maybe get some sandbags. Uh, make sure that your um, your fucking um, trampoline is, is secure, secure to the ground. Don't want that in next door neighbour's garden. Well, that's what happened to me, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I looked out the window and they've got trampolines same as mine. Oh, fucking. <laughs> but theirs, but is up, theirs is upside down, mental. Yeah, but what happened is it ended up, mine, mine, <laughs> daughter's, ended up in the neighbour's <laughs> garden. But then another time I looked out, I think I told you this one, didn't I? Well, I looked out and went, I swear our trampoline's orange. Like, it's black, but with an orange trim. Mm. And th there was suddenly a trampoline in my back garden that was black with a green trim. It's exactly <laughs> the same brand, right. but, but with I wouldn't have noticed that. No chance. And I went, 
thought we had one with an orange trim. Because the neighbours has got, well, the neighbours one isn't there. Oh, the neighbours one's on top of ours. <laughs> and it came over and just crushed it. Broke right. ours. Yeah. And then. You got a picture of that. You'll have to send me a picture of that. So I can yeah. put it in the thing. Yeah, so how does he get that? So he's gone, Hurricanes come in, get your jabs. So how, how would that help? Does he, what is he thinking? It started, he's not thinking. Yeah, that's a good point. It started with, you have to get, tell everyone to get the jab. That's the start point, right? Right. And so, what can I, how can I frame that? Uh, I thought it was a hurricane coming. Is that connected? To be honest, the kind of people that are going to go out and get it won't fucking notice. No. If, no. if you're honest, they're just complete non-player characters. If at this point you're still going out to try and get another one, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. I mean, you are the kind that would just hang onto a lamppost 300-mile gale winds to get your jab done. When you're just like standing outside boots, chemists going, fucking hell, can't get this jab in me quick. Yeah, you're you're, you're lost cause, done. Yeah. I'll see you later, bye. I mean... When this, when Albert Baller, obviously the Pfizer CEO, when he came out, so I've got, I've got Rona again. Ah, fucking hell! <laughs> second time in a couple of months. Even though he's had more pricks than a second-hand dartboard, if you believe him, which I don't, I don't believe he's had any. But I was thinking to myself, so I was thinking, why are you admitting this? Because that's not doing your product any good. The fact that you're, you're trying to, you know, you're saying it doesn't work. But then he goes on to say, you know, that's why I need to get the next one. X, Y, and Z. And there's people in the comments saying, I'll get well soon, get well soon, I can't wait to get mine. And you're just like, oh my God, oh my God, this is so pathetic. Mm. And it made me think, Rich, of, you know, like detergent adverts, where like the, the new Daz non-bio's out, or the new Aerial non-bio's out. And it's like, look what it, look how much the stains it gets out compared to our last non-bio, which is covered in stains still, right? Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, yeah. oh, that's amazing. Like, but you told me that one would get exactly. out. That one's got shit on it. What? It's shit. It wasn't even on there before I put it in the washing machine. Go back a year. This one here was here. And you were saying <laughs> it got out. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, it's like the new, iPhone. new iPhones come out with it. Even clearer picture. And you've gone, but you're a year older and your eyesight's a year less good. So like you're looking at it going, I can't see any difference. I can't, there isn't any difference, you dumb fuck. That's why. Well, it is. There's 300 quid gone out of your, out of your um, cash, basically. Well, yeah. was, I, I, I bought a telly, right? And it was quite a lot of money, if I'm honest. It was about like 490 quid. It was something ridiculous. Um, but I'd saved some money. And obviously, we'd bought this house and got it at a really cheap price. And I'd made a profit on the old house because I'd done loads of work to it after we bought it. So I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll buy a decent telly. We've always, like the telly before that, I paid 50 quid off my mate Steve. So I was like, you know, it, Steve it, plays guitar with us. <laughs> and it wasn't so really was, a telly. It was a drawing in a picture frame and stuck to the wall. Basically, yeah. I'd, I'd, bought, I'd bought Volcano Insurance, basically. <laughs> so I had, yeah, so it's a 50 quid telly. I thought, no, I'm going to have a half decent one then. Anyway, so I went to the shop and they had the 2021 model, right, and the 2022 oh model the 2022 model right same size everything same it was like 900 and something quid so i said to the guy i was like yeah mate what's the difference between these two because that one's like 400 and something quid and that one's like 900 quid and he goes oh, that one's got a new trim on it right and i went that's not that's not it like that's not the lot and he was like yeah and he was exasperated the yeah. same he was like yeah that's literally the difference i was like can i have that one <laughs> And then what was what was best? Actually, I'll no, put some I didn't tinsel pay, around it. I didn't actually pay full price for it because then he went, 
um, we've got a show model one out the back that's been on display, like, you know, and I was like, well, what's the difference? He was like, it just doesn't come in the box, but we'll wrap it up and provide a box. Yeah. It's just not the exact box. And I went, right, well, what's the difference then? And it was like another 80 quid off. I went, obviously. Yeah. Because it's coming out the box and when it gets to my house. When you went back out the back, you just kind of slightly just pulled the trim off the old one, off the stuck new one, it. stuck it on it. It's Done. mad, though, isn't it? Yeah. But, you, yeah. I know, but the, what's fucked up is I know people that would have bought that one. Yeah. Because it's the latest one. I know. You know the people that queue up overnight for the new iPhone? Or What's Gab. the difference? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're a special kind of breed of person, aren't they, really? Special is probably the right word. Yeah, absolutely. Izzy, what does that bring to mind? Um, I don't actually know this one. Let's play the clip from Izzy, because Izzy went to Fiji. Oh, I do know. I do know. Am I allowed to go to Fiji? Is that necessary? In the current climate crisis, I don't think that that's necessary. When was the last time you were on a plane? Mm, I'm not sure. Maybe a few months ago, to be honest. Where'd you go? Fiji. Izzy! (laughs) Izzy! Don't you care about the climate, Izzy? Of course I care about the climate. Not enough. You went to... (laughs) You went to Fiji. <laughs> Izzy, come on, mate. Are you serious? Mate, this is... So, guys, that was brilliant. I just seen the clip, but Izzy went to Fiji. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's the woman's it. laugh as well. It's just... She goes, Izzy. She reminds me of, of um, Ricky Gervais when he's talking to Carl like on the old podcast. Like, he's trying to explain something really simple. She's no. being attacked now, isn't she? That presenter. She's been attacked by, by loads mum, of people it? in New Zealand. Well, the mum is kicked off about it, but lots of other like bobbleheads are now saying, "Oh, it's outrageous! You were bullying a child." It's like, well, they're not a child. She's they not were a child. They were an adult, and also young adult. If you're going to stand there and protest and try and disrupt yeah. society, you kind of need to know what you're on about. You can't say don't go to Fiji when you've been to Fiji. Don't pick fucking Fiji. Has she gone in her head and gone, I can't think of a country not to go to. Where did I go to last? Fiji. And she's missed out the bit going, I probably shouldn't have said the last place I went. Well, it made me think of the lady who was going, don't have a conservatory while doing the interview in a conservatory. <laughs> That's what these climate cunts are like, aren't it? They, they're so... It's, it's like loads of them at the Glastonbury Festival rolling up in their electric cars yeah. and, and, and charging them. What, what are you using to charge those electric cars? Well, a diesel generator out the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, no go, idea. go. Good work, comrade. <laughs> had no idea. I mean, he's got a better chance of exploding while I'm in it. Climate change activist Izzy Cook tells everyone not to travel to places like Fiji by plane to save the planet. And then is asked where she flew last. She flew to Fiji. But then she tried to blame her parents. Well, I didn't want to go. They they wanted to go, so I went. Well, did you have a good time? Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> I can't say I didn't. It's pretty good time, to be fair. <laughs> well, no, she, she's got, she says, well, yeah, I didn't I say I didn't enjoy myself. You had a fucking great time. You loved it. And you were in first class on the, on the Airbus over, and you were drinking your tits off. That's what you were doing. I've got a bit of respect for Izzy. Actually. I think she, she's just a kid, but... but... I th- I've got respect because she's honest. Well, because yeah, actually, that's true. Yeah. When they said, where was the last place you went? There's no way that TV presenter has got her passport and is looking at the fucking stamps. No. So she could have said, I've not gone anywhere for two years. Well, she could have lied. Yeah. And some of her mates would have gone, I've seen your pictures on Facebook, Izzy. But 99.9% of the world 
would go, oh, yeah, well, at least she's standing by her principles. That's so, in fact, because, she was honest about it. Yeah, because right. she thinks she's doing the right thing. That's the sad thing about it. She thinks she's doing the right and honourable thing by pushing this agenda that she doesn't know much about. And therefore, she should, she isn't going to lie because she thinks she's still doing the right thing. She's trying to be a good person. That's the sad thing about all of this. COVID, climate change nonsense, all of this Great Reset stuff. Most people are pushing it that don't understand it. Are doing it because they're good people. They just don't... They haven't got the information to understand what they're being put into or, or made to do. So that that's what's sad about it. All. They're not none of these people are ninety nine point nine percent of them wouldn't have a clue of any of this stuff. A lot of people wouldn't have a clue. Look, Keir Starmer's coming out talking all this nonsense, but he's a trilateral commission stooge from the round table and he's an ultra Zionist and he's people don't understand that. But no. you know, the other one I had there's a guy guy um so round table basically set up the trilateral commission. The round table is, is the satellite, the main one, and the others are satellites around them. So there's a guy called, um, what's his name? I can't remember. Dennis. His name is Dennis Meadows, and he wrote Limits to Growth. And he's come out and he's saying about there should be only one billion people on the planet. We can only sustain one billion instead of seven billion. That's the guy that, he he's on the round table. He's in the round table. Limits to Growth. So these people are connected. The planet can support something like a billion people, maybe two billion, depending on how much liberty and how much material consumption you want to have. If you want more liberty and more consumption, you have to have fewer people. So you've got Keir Starmer, a part of the Trilateral Commission, which is connected to the round table, is an offshoot. He's, this guy, Meadows, is part of the round table. This is what they think like. And everyone's oh, going, no, he's trying to help us. No, no, they're not. They're not at all. Do you know who else is on the Trilateral Commission board? It's connected to ExxonMobil and General Electric. There's people, there's um, workers, or what do you call them, representatives of ExxonMobil and General Electric and Chase Manhattan Bank on Trilateral Commission board. So, And Epstein was on the board at once. Well. Chase are involved in everything. It's JP Morgan Chase now, J isn't it? JP Morgan Chase, yep. And who owns JP Morgan? So Epstein was also on there as well, and Kissinger. Oh, that lovely guy. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all bollocks. I'd say to this guy, um, Meadows, you know, there should only be a billion people on... Oh, after you, son. That's what everybody says in the comments. After you, son. There yeah. you go. I mean, you know, I mean, what floor are we on? Yeah. <laughs> We're on the second floor, to be fair. That's two broken legs. Might not kill you. Jump head first. You're going to set yourself on fire. It. Yeah, go for it, mate. After you, you take the lead, son. You take the lead. But that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's easier, yeah. I guess. You know, I kind of... Because she's think, genuine. I don't want to do it. I, d I don't want to do it, but I think you should do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she's genuine, where these guys know exactly what they're doing. She won't, bless her. Of course they do. Not because yeah. she's stupid. Not she's not stupid. She's had an education like myself that you don't come across any of this stuff unless you go and find it for yourself. And then you have to retrain your whole your brain to understand this stuff. Like no one in my family understands any of this stuff. So not only do I have to kind of try and understand the world is nothing like it is. I have to understand the language. Like you're not taught at school in a main uh, in a, in a um, which is not mainstream school. Would you call it public public school, public education? You're not taught. Um, that how money's made, anything about banking. I wouldn't even know who the Rothschilds were, Rockefellers yeah. were, DuPonts were. I have to go and understand it. Then I've got to understand the language. You're literally retraining yourself to un undo all the education you've had, or doctrination through 20 years, 
and trying to think in a completely different way. But these people don't have that education at Oxford, Cambridge, and all of these ones in America as well, the skull and bones and stuff. They, they get taught something completely different. So you're thinking, you're seeing two different worlds. Yeah, I mean, the, most people within regular state education, it's that whole just enough education to perform, isn't it? That's all it is. It's, it's trained to be a cog in a machine down the road. There you go. Um, drive a van. Um, in terms of politics, though, because obviously it is, um, you know, fucking party conference season here in the UK, which is just nauseating just watching these people chat shit about how they're just like us when they're fucking not. But it is funny when someone comes along and says something that's completely good and right, which occasionally, you know, every now and then the sun shines on a dog's ass. You know what I mean? Some people do say yeah. good things sometimes. And then, it's a T-shirt. But then, but then what happens is then everyone just jumps on them. They did it with Trump. He, you know, he wants to make America great again. So do I. Fuck, he's the one. Yeah. It wasn't and great then, to begin with, but yeah, carry on. Yeah, yeah it wasn't great to be honest. Yeah. How is that sitting, Bull? How are you finding it? Great, mate. Be honest, not great. It's been they shit built, from the start. Yeah, they built a fucking target on my teepee. But um, but this uh, the latest one is obviously uh, Meloni um, in um, in Italy because she said some decent things back in 2019 about family and the family unit and how this the globalists are basically trying to mm. rip the family unit apart um, and divide everyone with gender and sort of bullshit. And she's absolutely right. So she gets elected, and you're like, I'm thinking, right, well, if she's getting in like bullshit yeah. she you know and so it literally takes like five minutes she gets in and it's like she's already tweeting Zelensky uh you know offering her fucking services to the cult um she's um also you know where she flip-flopped she was campaigning against vaccine passports but she flip-flopped actually so when you actually go originally she was pushing for them massively she was and yeah. she wanted them brought in even faster she's she's a member of the Aspen Institute, which is funded by the Rockefellers and Gates Foundation. Right. Okay. I don't. I, I don't think you're there to save us. No. Um, and but people get sucked in by it, and then they go, oh, never mind. But then you know they did it with Le Pen and all these others. You know, oh, she'll be the one. Oh. How oh. many times do you have to go around this loop? This this definition of madness. Painful. To go, it's like you, none of them, not a single one of them, have ever or will ever do any good. They're not there to do that. The system isn't there to do that. You cannot keep going around and around. And it's your own fault because you keep fucking doing the same thing over and over again. You don't have a vote. You have slapped in the face or kicked up the arse. But you don't have a vote. You, you, you don't. Of course you don't. Absolutely and, not. And you know that. And you know that. And it's happened again. You're in your 50s and you're still campaigning. You're like, you know. You just this don't want to. You don't want to face it. This one's different. Fifth one will do it. Yeah. It's that same logic, isn't it? Change. Yeah, I, I, I wore 11 masks and I still caught it. Well, yeah. buy yourself a fucking 12th one then, you lazy <laughs> bastard. It's that logic. Isn't it is, it? yeah. Just, you know, the next one will do it. Next one will do it. Next, next politician that comes along will save us. And, and that's what it says. So she's, um, yeah, so Georgie, uh, Georgia Melanie? Melanie, yeah. Bill yeah, Maloney's sister. Did Zelensky, um, yes, yeah, she did. She tweeted Zelensky. You know that you can count on our loyal support for the cause of freedom of Ukraine people, Ukrainian people. Stay strong and keep faith steadfast. So, like, yeah, just, it's same just, old it, shit. It's just, it's just a nod. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just a nod. Yeah. yeah. So there's you. where your money's going. Uh, it, haven't we sent a load of money over there? Oh, it was Italy. Yeah. It was Italy, wasn't it? 
Yeah, we've we've sent another load oh, of money that, though, and, and and the Yanks have sent another load of money, billions and billions and billions and billions of pounds that Zelensky is whacking down the fucking casino. It's yeah, just bullshit. Yeah, they say, don't they? Thirty percent. That's what Whitney Webb was telling us this week on the show. That thirty percent of that money that we have given um, has has we have any idea where that's gone? Yeah. The rest of it is just black ops. Yeah, it's it's utterly absurd, and people were like, "Why are we skint?" Because we're supposed to be skint. Because <laughs> that's the whole point. Yeah, the whole point. The whole point in the last three destroying, years. Destroying all these currencies one yeah. by one. It's not just the pound. They'll destroy all of them. Europe's being destroyed. Yeah. Um, the United States is being destroyed from within. Russia's being destroyed. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you can't have a superpower if you want a one world government. No, that, that, that that can't work. My my kind of thing I've kind of understood lately is that. What we're waiting to come, the Great Reset, the Great Transition from the Rockefellers that not a lot of people speak about, is has been here all along. And I feel like we're waiting for this thing to happen that's already here. It just hasn't revealed itself. Like, the corporations own the world already. There is one corporation. There is one world government. There is one bloodline corporation government. Like, as your dad says, cartelism. It's already there. It just hasn't stepped out into the open. And what we're seeing is the, the the revelation of it. But we're not seeing it coming about. We're seeing it just openly do it. Yeah, openly do it. It's already yeah. there. And I, this is what I think the Great Reset, although it is obviously happening, is a little bit of a look over here, this stuff is coming. But actually it's already there. Like, we were speaking to that lady a couple of weeks ago, that um, uh, Lindsay, and she was saying about you don't own, actually own your home anyway. Like and your birth certificate and all of this stuff that you're you're already if you caps letters have set up a, a corporation in your name and you're trading on commercial law, it's already there. We're already in the new world order. We were for the last few hundred years. It's just that it hasn't revealed itself as such. And I feel like we're waiting for it to happen when it we are already living in it. It's just not open. I think the to take it to the next level in terms of things like the social credit system. <clears throat> they've had to come out into the open. Yeah. Um, and But what they're trying to do is get us to consent to it because yeah. they they are few and we are many, like, simple as that. Yeah. So they have to get us to consent to it. It's a case of in the background, you know, they've been going around popping pinkies in people's bum holes left, right and centre. And now all of a sudden what they want to do is they want to they want to put on a fucking pair of marigolds and just fist your fucking arsehole. But you're going to notice that because it's going to hurt a little bit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but they want to tell you it's good for you. Yeah, they clean, want you, they want you to you beg clean for your it. teeth. They want you to beg for it. Yeah, they want you to beg for it. So, so in order to to do that, basically, they need to create a situation where you believe someone's got going to put a big pair of football socks on and stick their foot up your ass. So, in the end, you'll ba- you'll beg for the fucking hand because it's not mm-hmm. as big as the foot. Yep. And then you'll get that hand and it'll hurt, but you'll go, oh, thank God, it wasn't the foot. Well, that's what's happening with Liz Truss and Starmer. She's the foot, and he's the hand. Got that right? Yeah. Fuck. Fuck knows. They're both. They're both. <laughs> fuck knows what they are. Foot and mouth disease. Both a pair of bollocks. <laughs> um, but it's, so, it is what you're what you're saying. Yeah, go on to the next one. But it's really important to say that it's already here. Don't be waiting for it to come. They're just revi- getting you to kind of accept it. I will say that we, on this subject, uh, we spoke to because we're in the process of filming right now today, which is obviously why I'm in the studio. We um, we spoke to Louise Creffield. Um, this morning of Save Our Rights UK, she was making the point that actually there are laws in place in the UK that would stop the social credit system being brought in here, GDPR right. uh, being one of them, basically. 
um, and that actually there's 10 bills um, to take away, I think it's seven, I think there's seven laws, I think it's seven laws that are in place. There's 10 separate bills that are being pushed through, which will go through the House because there is no fucking, um, there, there is no opposition like, like at all. Um, that will that will take away those those laws that are in place that actually then they can bring in the social credit system. So that's quite interesting. Um, Sussex Police, right? This is one. So a a male sex offender um, has um, then after it's a serial sex offender by the way. So you know breakfast smashed up the cornflakes. Um, a serial sex offender um, had been in prison before. Um, has now become a woman, but had all the like all the bits are still there that you can use to commit so she just um, horrendous crimes. Said she's a woman. Yeah, it's a bloke in a wig, yep. right? And um, and has obviously ca- carried on committing these acts of 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 rape and sexual assault. So they've been arrested uh, again and charged. Now whether they'll end up in a woman's prison in this world, probably. So someone's commented on the news story. Right, saying this is fucking outrageous. Like, this is a man. Like, what are we? Why are we pretending that mm. this is a female? Because it says in the article how it's a, you know, a female sex offender. It's not a female sex offender. It's a male sex offender who's a, yeah. who's who's sexually assaulting women. That comment was replied to by Sussex Police, right? Saying we're not having you misgendering and and um, how basically. Let me find it word for word. It's it's honestly like. <laughs> what do you mean we're not having you we piss off or say what I want when I want I'm a free it, person it is absolutely extraordinary I shared it mean, we're um, not having it well you're going to have to have it <laughs> it was um, Tatiana, Tatiana McGrath who is uh, obviously a, a satirical character yeah. um, says thank you Sussex Police for protecting this child rapist from the trauma of being misgendered so um, woman convicted of historic uh, offences against children sorry not against women oh, Jesus. so that's uh that's the female there. Oh, she looks like him. Right. So, so someone says this. This is a man committing sexual uh, offences against children. Um, please get your force in order. That was aimed at Sussex Police, obviously, mm. who are trying him as her. Hi, Sussex Police do not tolerate any hateful comments towards their gender identity, regardless of crimes committed. This is irrelevant to the crime that's been committed and investigated. It's totally not irrelevant. I don't think it is irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. If you're a police officer and you can't put that and that together, then I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you've been doing. It's extraordinary. It's extraordinary, isn't it? Like, yeah. the, the, hang on, you're offended, also, you're offended by... They're allowed to say... You can't go. You can't just go say you, we don't tolerate. No, you do tolerate because you have to, because people are allowed opinions on things. It's as simple as that. You have to tolerate it. That's what tolerating things is. You have to tolerate other people's opinions in the world. That's the way it works. That's not how it works anymore with world culture, though. Well, you, it, it you, does. They just don't, don't like it. No, they don't like it. No, but it makes me think back to to Rotherham and Telford and Oxford and Derby and all these other um, Rochdale. Um, areas of 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 uh, grooming gangs, mm. where you know you could say this is fucking outrageous that you've got these 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 gangs of Pakistani men, uh, men of Pakistani origin, going around like raping women. Um, the the fact that these women are white is always used against them verbally. So it it, it is a, a crime of of racism against these white girls. All of them that have, have testified to the police have said that the colour of their skin was was part a mot- of it, yeah. part of it, a yeah. motivational. 
factor. And so you call that out, and then you get a reply going, oh, Pakistani men, are they racist? And you're like... But they are. Right. So, so, well, one, they are. And yeah. also what you're offended by is the fact that I've pointed out where someone comes from. So, so yeah. there's a story about young girls being serially raped over, over a period of, of five, six, sometimes 10 years uh, that, that councils and police were aware of, but were too frightened to, to go public on and investigate. Um, that's happened. That's quite mm. bad. I think that's quite bad, actually. But you're offended by the fact that someone's pointed out that that's bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I worked with Maggie Oliver on some film work, and I could see the inside of, of what was happening there. And it was, uh, it's, it's, it's insane. It's totally insane to pick, pick that out. And as you said, it's just happened there. That is part of the issue. That is a man pretending to be a woman. That's part of his sexual identity. Literally is. It's not as if he was pretending to be a bowler. And you're also, going, oh, bowlers. The other it's thing like... is as well, by being, you know, as, 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 you know, I don't know the ins and outs of the case, um, but kids trust women more than men. They do. Like, it's just how, how you're taught, you know, um, if a strange man comes up to you and offers you sweets, you know, very rarely do, do people go, if a woman comes up to you, because, you, you know, men are predatory, aren't we? We're all fucking scared. <laughs> and so that's how you're taught. Although, you know. to be fair, if that woman come up to me, you go, is that Peter Griffin? Well, that's, that's a fair point. Fair point, but I but I wonder if that's a motivational factor in his case, is is to appear more trustworthy towards the children. It's that he's certainly then going something to that needs abuse. that needs discussing. Certainly something that should be discussed. Absolutely, and to be offended, but to be annoyed at that, but jump over the fact that that you've got someone who's been abusing children. It's extraordinary, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, is it? It's that's the woke police, and they've been with all these um, community police officers. That's where it was going. I could see this going this way years and years ago um just before we um we go then let's do one more philip likes ufos royal x-files prince philip spent decades investigating ufos it has been revealed following queen's death not not she, he didn't start doing it after her death like start googling it after the funeral so he's been years and years investigating ufos um, and I find that fascinating because he possibly doesn't come from this place anyway. A rather unusual claim about a royal family member deemed highly sensitive has come to light following the Queen Elizabeth II's death. Apparently, the late Prince Philip, I don't know what he was late for, was a UFO enthusiast and spent 70 years of his life investigating the phenomenon. So for 22 years, he didn't give a shit about it. But later on, he probably got in on it. Should have just asked his wife. <laughs> That's what I thought. He wasn't... He wasn't investigating UFOs he was looking at the bus timetable yeah he was he's going home yeah, yeah. I'm off in a bit I'm done I'm bored I've got another fucking 80 years until the bus turns up okay. oh, uh, I wish I was a I virus go, can I go for one more because on. just in the interest of balance right because I saw this why so <laughs> so so this was the headline so basically it's in the Washington Post uh, there's a guy called Damon and so it's it's ask Damon right? I saw this yeah go on yeah right so he's someone that gives advice about whatever now he you know I've looked at his account he is somewhat woke um or okay. whatever but I treat people as a find and so basically um the headline is ask Damon should I get my anti-vax friend's baby vaccinated without telling them right it's extraordinary so the article goes on to explain you know that, that they're asking this question which is 
you know, their best friends are anti-vaxxers, not just COVID jabs, but other jabs. So should I basically take the kid, presumably when I'm babysitting the child, and go and get it jabbed against their will? That's an extraordinary question to begin to ask. Is kidnapping a medical rape? But um, the fact that you're asking this question is extraordinary. Anyway, so Damon uh, Young, his name, um, is the guy, obviously, that that, that is asked the question. Now, most of the article, right, is behind a paywall. So you don't actually see his reply. Mm -hmm. But because it's got his name in the title, he got pelters. He got pelters. And so in the interest of balance, I will read what he said. Um, So he said, um, if someone took my kids. um, So so this was basically this is what he says is in the column. Right. If someone took my kids against my will to get vaccinated, let's just say that I was advised by my editors for legalish reasons not to say what I would do. Hmm. Right. So he's making the point that he'd be pretty pissed off about it. So yeah. actually, he probably doesn't actually deserve pelters because he's right. on our side yeah, on this. Yeah. Right. But he just then he says this was what the first draft was right before the editors have said you can't say that. Right. Um, let's just say that my kids won't be the only ones getting shot. <laughs> Fair play. Which I thought was great. But then, then the Washington Post should put that out for free then. They should, because all they've done is allowed, and I've seen what you've seen, you can't see anything other than the headline behind the paywall. So they've set him up for that in a, a role where it sounds like he, they're implying that he agrees with it. It's just the way it's written and, and portrayed when you actually if you read the article, which yeah, why would you pay for the Washington Post? Well, exactly. Um, you know, everyone gives enough money to Amazon. Exactly. Why would you bother? But he actually has come out and said the opposite of that. So good, good fair play to him. Yeah, Damon. exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. We will see you in two weeks' time. Take care and keep your hands in, in, the, in the driver's... Keep your hands inside the car. Okay.